0: Alright, let me introduce you to our guests in no particular order. We do have. Uh, am I? Surely I must have. Alright, I'm gonna try and uh, fix my desk because it seems to be playing games with me. Or shall I say, my screen. There we go, there we go. We do have uh, Donald Chiwakira, hoping I'm reading that correctly, Associate Pastor at shapers church good evening to you pastor thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us thank you thank you very much thanks for having me also we do have Kayan Dwandwe, african cultural expert good evening to you and thank you for uh, agreeing to talk to us thank you very much for having me and my men good evening your for any, for any listeners. thank you very much also we do have rabbi naftali silver Shafari Hebrew Congregation of Cape Town. Rabbi Silver good evening to you. Thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us
1: Good evening. Thank you very much for having me. It's a true honor The honor is all mine
0: Rabbi. Let's jump in gentlemen. We have uh, well give or take 45 minutes to get this bedded down and as brief as you can what constitutes a good man what constitutes a real and a good man shall we begin with you rabbi
1: thank you very much um as as we know it says in uh numbers um 15 that uh where we talk about that there should be one law for you and for the resident stranger it should be a law for all time throughout the ages uh the the idea of being a good man requires to follow the laws that are laid out in the Torah, in the Bible, as well as those who have studied the Torah meticulously, the to- studied the Bible meticulously, and uh, trans- translated for us, or, or have um, have commentaries commentators who have taught us the ways uh, that in, in which it's difficult to understand. Um, so, being a good person. Um, it, while it might be, um, you know, all relative to what people consider to be a good person, I really believe that the the way in which we can figure, we can find the the day to day steps that one needs to take in order to really be a fulfilled, wholesome, good person is actually to it, it's actually within the laws and within the the um, statutes that are contained within the Bible, within the Torah, and um, the oral teachings as well.
0: Point is to those oral teachings and laws, particularly the written ones, so that we can be able to read as well.
1: Yeah, so as I said in Numbers 15 and 16, uh, um, chapter 15 and verses 15 and 16, uh, we talk about the idea that in order you shall maintain, you shall keep the laws, you and the strangers among you, the idea that this is is, is truly, um, that there is one law, and this one law is given by God, and this is how he says that the world will be wholesome, right? We, we know this, this very concept from the fact that he gave us the, the Torah. He gave us these teachings and the Bible in order for us to live a life where, of course, if he gave it to us in its perfection, then that is obviously how we become a, a good man. And, and when I say all the teachings, I literally mean from beginning to end, how we see through the, through the trials and tribulations, through the failings of, of all the stories that we find in the Bible, of all, this, of all the laws that we find in the Bible. All of this is the, gene- the genetic makeup of a good person. You fail, you fall, but you get up. A good person is not someone who is perfect. A good person who is, is someone who knows what the law is, who is learned, but at the same time also has the courage to admit when they are wrong and repent and, and uh, make changes as is needed.
0: Does that not apply to everyone, man and woman? Uh, of course. The,
1: the, the Torah was given to men, women, and children.
0: So what we're trying to establish is what would distinguish the man and make him the man. As opposed to being just ordinarily anyone who can be anything and there is no expectation for him to uh, rise to a particular level of being a man. Is there anything that would qualify any person to be a man, a good man?
1: A good man? I believe a good man is the ability to know thyself, right? You know, love thy neighbor as you love thyself. That's what we consider to be the whole Torah, as was taught by Rabbi Akiva in the Talmud. He says that the whole, when uh, when when somebody came to him and asked him, "Teach me the entire Torah on one foot," as Hillel Hazaken also said. This was Hillel the Elder, and he said. You know, love, love thy neighbor, love love your, love your friend like you love yourself. That is the But, but, but Rabbi, structure. that instruction
0: is given to boys as well. That instruction is given to any and everybody. What we're trying to establish is what would it's distinguish what, a, a good man from any other man.
1: I think that that's that's challenging enough, don't you?
0: No. But I, I hear you. Let, let me let me take let me take um, uh, the, the pastor as well to hear what he has to say. Pastor, um, what what constitutes a good man in your in your faith?
2: Okay, so
3: that's that's actually a good question. I take it from um, Mark 10, 10, verse eighteen. Jesus uh, says these words. He says, "Why do you call me good?" This is someone that has just fallen on their knees and says, "Good teacher," he asks and says, "Why do you call me good?" No
0: one is good except God. Jesus himself thinks "You could be good. And he's okay. saying this in the way. Pastor, I, yeah. I need you to hold the line. Uh, 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 Amanda. let's get the pastor on a clearer line, please, because his line is cracking up and we cannot make out what the pastor is saying. Why is we still trying to get that line clear for the pastor? Because we want to hear what he's saying. Let's move on. to what, what constitutes a good man? Yes, my man.
3: Uh, a, a good man is, is somebody who is a father. The role of the, of the person is to protect his family, the community, even the country too. You remember before, during the old times when there was a colonial war, they are the ones who come out and protect their land and protect their family. So nowadays, to be a good man, you must have a, what you call a humility. You must protect your family, you must protect your com- your community. You must live by principles. To be a good man so everybody must cry in your shoulder in your family that can constitute you to be a good man
0: i'm, I'm curious when you say um you must protect kindly explain what you mean by that
3: uh i know that you now we've got a uh, women who are, who are the police they are protecting the, the country. but even though if your wife is a, it's a police if somebody, you heard something, maybe your alarm is is ringing outside, you can't say, because you're the police, come first. You are the one who's supposed to come first to protect your family. Even your wife must be a police, but he must be behind you. You must, be, you, you must come first, first to protect your family. You can't say, because my wife is a police or a soldier, she cannot protect, but you must be one who must take a responsibility or risk your life because of your family.
0: So... You said also you must live by principles. What principles yes. would you be referring to?
3: Uh, you, you, uh, we are different to each other, maybe in our culture. So if you are, if you are a, a man, you must show to be, you must be a, a, a role model to your female. You think that you said yesterday, you must keep on practicing, you must practice what you preach if you, if you are a, a real man. Because some other thing you see, some other people, they do bad things, they, they rape or what so else. It's an embarrassment to us as a man. But if you're a really man, you find a woman maybe in a bad situation. You are the one who's supposed to protect because you know the law of the country and you know the principle that you can't harm uh, somebody. Even a stranger No, 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 no then it doesn't care. That it must be a woman. You mustn't do something wrong to other people. You must
0: keep on protecting people. Okay. Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to what you're saying. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, Pastor? Pastor, are you there? Do we have Pastor back on the line, Pastor Chiwakira? Okay. Weiss was still trying to get Pastor Chewakira back on the line. Um, uh, let's let's try and, 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 and chew on this. And by the way, the lines are open. Please remember to always just don't even wait for me to say the lines are open. If you have a text you'd like to share with us, share with us. Send it to our, our line or you could uh, send a, te- a voice note or or put a call through to the studio and call in we we really don't mind that our line if you want to call in you can call us on 0860002032 once again 0860002032 that's our landline if you want to call in please feel free to call in let's engage on this topic of what constitutes a good man a good man. Sounds romantic and almost fallacious. And then if you want to send a voice note or a text message on WhatsApp, send it to our WhatsApp line 0614-104-107. Again, 614 104 107. Those of you who prefer to send a voice note, please keep it as brief as you can so that we can be able to play it so that we don't get to listen to you preaching there. All right, uh, let's try again. Uh, Pastor Pasta you there? No, okay, we still don't have Pastor Chua Kira there. Uh, let's go back to the rabbi, Rabbi. Uh, I'm, I'm, you, you said' it's, it's challenging enough when, when, when your last remark there, do you, you think all these that you have pointed out are challenging enough? Quite frankly, society today doesn't seem not to believe that there are things that should be challenging enough. For a good man, I'll give you an example. In South Africa today, we have an unemployment rate that seems to be getting more disturbing as the time goes by. And because of uh, black economic empowerment, women empowerment, employment equity, and all of these pieces of legislation that seek to elevate the status of a woman, rightfully so, it has since uh, taken away from the pocket of the man. And as such, we find men unable to provide for their families men who are unable to have a job in South Africa today, and we seem to have those who are even coming out of school, they can't get a job. Those who are already employed, they are losing their jobs, and it seems as though uh, whilst we have an expectation of men to be providers and do all these good things, they cannot and will not be able to, and I'm not quite sure if that is challenging enough. You said it's challenging enough. Many people feel it's not challenging enough. You must be a good man. Find a way. I don't know how, but find a way. Your response to this practical dilemma we face.
1: <clears throat> well, that's quite practical. Uh, I, I think that it's the the issue that you're that you're discussing. While it's it's, it's a, sociolo- a sociological issue, it doesn't take away from the fact that loving thy neighbor as lo- as thyself is a tremendously courageous and very difficult thing to do and it encompasses all of the teachings that you could possibly that you can that you can possibly imagine even within the 10 commandments. The 10 commandments are the baseline of how we have to understand of what to do and what not to do in order to be a respectful person. If you would boil down into one word the 10 commandments, I would say it's respect. Respect for others, respect for yourself, respect for God. And I I do believe that what the the discussion that you're saying, that women are are, are taking away uh, uh, from a sociological perspective, again, not from a religious perspective, but a woman has to look after themselves as well. And it could be possible that within our society today that men have shirked their responsibility, and therefore they had no choice, women have had no choice, but to look after themselves on their own. And while I definitely do agree that it is the, the man's responsibility, as we see in the, the marriage contract in the Jewish religion, uh, the marriage contract stipulates that the man is 100% responsible for financially and physically taking care of his spouse. At the same time, we live in a world where that is slowly not becoming re- you know reality, it's very difficult for a man just to s- support their children, especially with all the different uh, expenses that we have nowadays. A good man is knowing when um, when to step aside. A good man is knowing when to take up the mantle, knowing when to fight, knowing when not to fight. That's why I said it's it a good man can you be a good man if you take care of the poor but you yell at your own family, meaning
0: you you can't have one without the other. You Let can't me try and rephrase point my point. question, there, Rabbi. Are you still okay. a good man if you're unable to provide for your family? Why wouldn't
1: you be a good man if you're unable to? Provide? If if you are unable because of a lack of trying, then 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 yes, you are not a good man. You're not trying. You're not take. You're not taking the responsibility up. But if you are truly out there every day making a sincere effort, and you have just fallen on, you know, God is testing you, and you are being tested, and you are doing everything that you can, but you just can't make it, I believe that God doesn't look at the end result. God only looks at the effort put in. That's what truly makes a good person. Are you trying? Are you making an effort? That's what God, on his Richter scale, that's what he's looking at.
0: Where would you get that from?
1: Where would we get it from? Well, you yes. see, you see, um, in, in throughout the stories in in the Bible, you see that many. Uh, let's give an example that uh, that that the brothers, right? While while they sold Joseph and they did a tremendous sin, we don't look at them as evil, terrible people. They did something that, as the as the as the pastor had said that uh, someone has to protect their family. They did the exact opposite, but. At the end of the day, they admitted they were wrong. They repented for their sin. They saw what they did was wrong. That's courage. That, that takes building oneself of uh, one's character in order to admit that they were wrong. So it doesn't over, mean over, uh,
0: that, that happened over 14 years down the line. I'm 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 really asking about the issue of provision as an example of a practical identifier. South African women today, when you watch on all of these various platforms, they would highlight the issue of economic resources. And my question Wait. is, are you still a good man? And this this idea of, uh, for lack of trying, it's, it's neither here nor there. After all this said and done, when you come back at the end of the day, whether you've been trying or not, if you don't come back with bread to put on the table, are you still a good man? I want you to think about it and bring a text for us there, Rabbi. Let's try and bring in again um, uh, the, 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 the pastor. Pastor, can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can. Can
0: you hear me better now? I can. Loud and clear. Thank Absolutely. you very much, Pastor. Now, you were yet to give us your definition of a good man. Go ahead,
2: as brief as you can. All right, can. absolutely. Okay, so I took it from Mark chapter 10, verse 18. Jesus says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone, right? So in not so many words, what we're looking at is the definition of good, right? Yeah. If I'm um, um, to look at a man, the thing about, I think we said right at the beginning of this whole conversation is that with time, you said you're 40 now, approaching 50, and the expectation on what a good man looks like is constantly evolving. A man should be like this, a man should look like that. With time, that changes. So the best way to define what a man actually is is to go back to the origins of what a man is and what where a man came from, right? If you buy a brand new BMW, you're you buying something that has been built to perform specific tasks, right? There's a specific reason the manufacturer made this. And it's similar to what God does, God creates man. So the ultimate definition of what a good man is, a good BMW would come from BMW. The definition of what a good man is, will come from God who is the creator of that man. So ultimately I would say that a good man is a man that looks like God, right? Or we know that we can actually get there 100%. A good man is a man that constantly pursues to become like God to look like God, to exude the character of God. That's a good man, in my opinion.
0: All right. I'll give you an opportunity to clarify what exactly you mean by that. I want to take some calls for you, gentlemen. Uh, Dr. Nguyen in Durban. Good evening, Dr. Nguyen. Good
3: evening. How are you?
0: Well, thank you, sir. Go ahead. What's on your mind?
3: Uh, I, I think from from my school of thought or from my experience, it's, it's very dangerous to define in one plane. You remember, as humans, we live in different planes. That's why you you, you always hear the analogies, the trying analogies of Uh Biologically, a man would define as anatomical, with anatomical male uh, definitions. That's from experience, because I know you like coaching now. Right? Uh, and spiritually, a, a man, it, it, it's someone who takes up responsibility, it's someone who takes up the cross for everyone is a leader, and, and yeah, but it's all about taking up the cross and making sure that those ones who are dependent on you uh, bear the fruit of the cross you've taken. I, I, I think it's a, it's a very simple spiritual definition of a man. Uh, you, you can go to any spiritual book, they, they always talk about take up the cross and be the man and be the leader and yeah okay it's that
0: alright got it thank you very much Dr. I appreciate your calls go to Colin Cape Town good evening Colin good
4: evening naya hi go ahead you know <laughs> some like you some don't <laughs> I know I know yeah um, the beginning of your program you spoke about um, uh, people that's been away from home for a year and uh, they still support their children, their families, whatever they do. And once they uh, get their, their leave at the end of the year or something like that
3: hmm.
4: and go and meet their family, those people are more rejoiced. Hmm. They're more rejoiced because they've missed their family, their, their children for a whole year. And you know, something? Hmm. now you get today that that fathers don't even see their children. Maybe once a month, those who can afford, those who are, uh, uh, have got the money, will give non-support and support their children without even seeing their children. So you don't call a person like that a great dad. You can be a multimillionaire, but mm. you haven't seen your children for years. But you support and send them to university and all those things. Now, mm. I don't believe in Scripture, your guests talking about a good man. They always bring out a good person in Scripture. But on this earth, a good man is somebody that supports and looks after his children and his family, no matter what comes. Okay. No matter what comes. Naya. So people
0: who who have who have lost their jobs are no longer good by virtue of them losing their jobs. Yeah. They are still good. No. Naya, if you if you. But you said, you said no matter your... what, Colin. You said you must not no your family. Is... No matter
4: what. No
0: matter what, if you lost your
4: job, you hmm. still go home and you support your family. You try with and what? Speak. Hey, you support your family with what? You lost your job. With what? Now you go and try and look, but now, uh, now you imagine lying in the bed for nine, ten hours and not going out to look for a job, but a good father, a good mother will go out and say, "I came, I came home with nothing." But at
0: least I tried, Naya. <laughs> okay, okay, it, it. Thank you very much. It always sh- to. I tried. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Um, We are looking at a society now that uh, seems to be somewhat um, mixed. If I- 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 you know, it has been mixed one way or the other. Perspectives are, are so diverse such that it's it's always interesting to hear the various religious and cultural perspectives. Before uh, men, the uh, Tata Uteba, going to the mines... Uh, what was the definition of a good man, really? Because we 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 have since romanticized men going to the mines and coming back once a month, once a year with batla Messi. But children don't survive throughout the rest of the eleven months with whatever he brought from Uteba. So I'd like to know what would be a a concrete definition of a real man. Would you be a man still, even if you're absent for the entire eleven months?
3: Yes my man I, I hear you clearly, but- uh, time, time now is changed i I mm. don't think anybody can go like that uh you can go you can let's say my wife already lives and I go to work today. she just texts me now say no my, my we travel very well. The communication means a lot. I don't think now because even if, if if you remember before I'm from Nongoma, from nongoma to, to to Johannesburg when I was born, it was 12 hours' drive. But now, because of the road and the transport and the whatsoever technology, it's only three hours, three and a half hours, you see. So now we have to... A bit bit presumptuous
0: that I don't know, Andre, because you're supposing, you're presupposing there is that 600 rand to travel on that bus between KZN and Johannesburg. Yet it's not there. It's not always there. If you're struggling to have six rand. For the queen, yeah, and you know, you're struggling to buy yourself some bread during the day. Uh, w- yeah. Six hundred rand to go to KZN. Where are you going to get six hundred rand?
3: Uh, but if you're a man, you have tried. You, you must try it by all means to provide. Means? Le, 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 G- le, give le, us an example of these I like your question. You know, now we have got people are living in the locations uh, 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 in, in, in town. Yeah. So you you can't do anything there because sometimes you must pay rent. If you're not paying rent, even water, you can't plow even a garden. You must make a means that if you can go home to plow and do other things, but in the location or in the suburb, it's impossible, I have to be honest. It's impossible mm. to do something. You can't say do something that can bring bread, bread in, in your table. That's because right, that's right. Water is expensive electricity. Let's say water, if you say that you've got a yard, but you can't use water uh, randomly. It's good if you're in rural areas because I've got water like I'm at home now. I've mm. got everything, I can try to provide, I've got garden and providing people with vegetables. But okay. in the location, we have to be honest, it's difficult.
0: Yeah, and therefore it's difficult to be a man in the location. Let's go to East London. Let's no, take a call no, for you. no,
3: you, you'll, be, you'll be a man, but to provide is difficult because yeah, there even, is no Even, job at even all. if
0: you can call yourself a man, if you're not providing, you're still not being <laughs> called by this panel of three. All three of you gentlemen <laughs> saying, you must be a provider. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> I want to take a call for you gentlemen. Let's go to East London. Okay. Francis, Francis, good evening. Francis. Francis yeah. is sleeping. Are you there, Francis? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's on your mind, Francis?
3: Yeah, on my, my, uh, my mind, I like the way you have put it because since it is a fact of faith, eh, so it has to be, it has to be, it has to deal with the Bible and all mm. it has to do with the Quran and uh, any other uh, book that is related to faith. That's right. That's yeah, right. so my issue here is this. Eh, uh, according to Christianity, if you look at how Peter and Paul advised uh, the churches where they were writing those letters, Okay. Um, Paul specified this that men should love their wives, so and their wives must also submit to their to their husbands. Men should care for their wives, and Peter put it very straightforward. He said that uh, men should love their wives, knowing very well that they are weak vessels to them. In this case, the way it means. We, as men, we need to take care of our wives, even though these days... Practicalize uh, that, Francis. The,
0: make, make it practical. When you say take care, what do you mean?
3: Take care. Yes. Which means we need to provide the care that they deserve. Let's say to feed them. Okay. Even if we are working, we need what? To put, make sure that we need to buy whatever they want, even though we may not be able to buy whatever, but we can give them money so that they can want I need you to
0: get to that point, which, wa- which I was asking the other guests. What happens when you lose your job? Are you therefore okay, saying, according to Peter, you don't, you're not a man, you're not a good man because you have now lost your job?
3: Yes, that is another situation. That does not mean that the marriage can end just because you have lost your job. It means as a man, you need to find another way of uh, taking care of your family.
0: And when you don't find it, what does that mean? Does it still mean you're a good man you, if you've tried if you're even, all your yeah, good ma'am. ways?
3: Yes, I know. But if there were, let's say, in case the woman is working according to this day, if a woman is working, because what is there, you did not get into marriage because of money, but you got into marriage because you love one another and you submit one another. So where there is love, it means there is God. Are now you that a you good need...
0: man if you just love your man, your wife uh, and you don't provide for her? That's what I'm trying to get no, at. No, it
3: means uh, at that time, even the wife must understand that there is no job.
0: You're not answering not my question it. There, Francis. Wife, it, it My means, question uh,
3: is... As a, as a man, you, might, you need to do whatever. As a wife and a man, you need to do whatever you can do to make sure that the family uh, runs.
0: Francis, you and I know or should know yes. that there are women who feel if you don't have a job... If you don't have a J-O-B, you're a uh, deadbeat. out of my, like, yes. out of my house. Uh-huh. So my question So that's to you now. You, that's now. where
3: now, uh, yeah. Mr. Nye, you know very yeah. well, right? That uh, when it comes to that, remember what Jesus said. What God binds together, no one can what can separate. The only wow. thing that can separate is sin. So sin, aye, 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 means Francis, you have divorce attack, has been because separating it's No, us. Just because husband, there's no way just because a husband doesn't wake at that time. It happens. Knowing very well the husband was waking. But at that time, there's a situation that is making a husband not wake. Then you as a, 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 a wife, a wife now is chasing a, 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 a man. That wife yeah. is, a sata, is, is, is led by the devil. Ah, okay.
0: All right. Yes. okay. Thank you very much, Francis. Appreciate your call. I'm going to take a break and come back. When I come back, I'm going to take Tosca and go back to the rabbi. Tosca, um, I can see you. Don't worry. I will just take a break and come back in a short while.
1: Across South Africa, online and on radio.
0: SAFM, let's talk. Welcome back. It's 15 minutes now before 8. Francis says a woman that kicks a man out because he's lost his job is from Satan. Aye, aye, Francis. We don't believe that. <laughs> we don't believe that. We don't take that. <laughs> Women are entitled to, well, see and view their husbands in whatever way they want to even if they want to chase you away you must take it take it like a man that's what you're supposed to be right all right oscar in durban good evening good evening to you yes go ahead oscar uh well my contribution
3: is a good man is someone who adheres to the correct values no matter what.
0: Okay. And which are the correct values, Oscar?
3: The correct values would be the generally held values of being just, whether it is by mostly by society okay. or uh, collect, collectives of people like church groups and people like okay. that that form the basis Of one's uh, conscience,
0: shall I say? Oscar, have you noticed that all of our guests tonight agree with what people in social media, people on radio talk shows and TV talk shows say a man must be a provider? And this idea of having principles comes very far at the end there. It seems as though all of them agree, and quite frankly, it seems as though the standard of a good man is one who's able to pop out cash, an ATM. If you're not an ATM, you're therefore <laughs> not a good uh, good man. Where did you miss it? You're, you're talking about issues of justice. We have men who, have, who are just but are used, are seen as deadbeat dads, a wuss, yes, a weakling.
1: Yes. Mm. Hello. Yes, Yes. It is so if
3: you are still immature even in the spiritual realm. Okay. A person a person's joblessness can be just a part of that person's spiritual journey
0: yeah that spiritual journey however has not been able to put bread on the table children are going to bed hungry
3: exactly but at that moment god is teaching them more than you the sufferer of abuse and belittlement he is teaching them that as much as they see you where you are low down there if you keep to his statutes, if you keep believing in you keep your faith, yep. one day he will just unplug you and change your world. And that becomes then the testimony.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate your call, sir. I really appreciate your calls. Go to Pindile. Uh, go ahead. Good evening, Pindile. Good evening, sir. How are you? Well, thank you, Pindile.
5: good. Thank you. Um, Being a pastor myself uh, in the Christian, I'd like to first of all appreciate the gentlemen that are on the panel tonight and the views that they've uh, shared with us or enlightened us to tonight. Um, From a woman's perspective, I am going to obviously delve a bit into psychology and also into the Bible and what I will actually try and put out there, what I feel constitutes a good man— um, First of all, we need to be able to understand what is a man. Um, Tonight, I'm actually hearing more of a husband role than a man role. It's like as if we shifted from the original topic, which is a man, and we've gone into a role of a husband, which then further excludes a 40-year-old man who's not married because I don't have anyone to look after. So first of all, when we look at the word man, it means an adult male. An adult male is what the, the word man is. So if you're an adult and you're a male species, you are a man. Um, regardless of the fact that you're married or not. Secondly, when we look at the word good, it means being able to set up onto a certain standard. Um, it, being good means being able to uh, level up on a certain standard. Now, in the society that we're living in, regardless of your religion, regardless of your perspective, and regardless of your point, there should be a standard that men should rise to. Now, now I'm going to bring in scripture. When we look at the book of Genesis, which is the beginning, we see God placing man in what we call the Garden of Eden. And the first that god speaks to the man he says you need to dominate dominate you have to dominate you have to uh, work the ground and and i'm not going to be as a woman and stand here and look at men and claim them as the atms but i will declare that they are leaders in our community uh did god mean that when he puts a place as a man in a leadership position does it mean that a woman is nothing certainly not what constitutes a good man is a person who understands their purpose on this earth. You are a citizen in South Africa. You have a contribution that you have to make in society as a man. You have a contribution that you have to make in your household, whether married or not, whether it's to your siblings. You have to stand your ground in leadership. You have to understand who you are. You have to live in, in integrity. Uh, being a man means being able to respect yourself and respect the people that are around you. Um, being a man means that you understand the direction that you are taking. You understand the leadership position that you are, whether you are a brother and their sisters in the home or your younger ones. You, you need to know who you are. You need to understand the laws that you have to live by according to the religion that you believe. Um, being a man is certainly not being a person where you are living in a patriotic system that condemns women. That's not a good man. A good man is not someone that is abusive, that, that perpetuates gender-based violence, hitting women. That is not a good man. A good man is not a man that demands respect out of a woman or even another man, but it's someone who earns a respect. If you are a man in a position and you demand respect from your wife, you abuse your wife, I cannot constitute you as a good man. Uh, you cannot be a perpetrator and then we put you and then we idolize you. you need to sit down and be taught you need to be sit down and be Embedded in you, what in in a man in which you should conduct yourself. A a good man knows how to conduct themselves. A good man knows how to attain emotional intelligence. When you're faced with a situation at work, at home, by your children, by your wife, how do you handle yourself? Do you shout and scream, raise your hands? We cannot constitute you as a good man. Uh, Uh, Pindile, Pindile, just just,
0: just give me me a, a few Texts to back all of these things that you're saying, um, uh, they sound wonderful on the face of it, but Primafasia is just that, pramaphasia. I need you to give us some evidentiary basis of it. Do you have a text that perhaps that would give some support to what, the, what some of the things that you're saying?
5: So I, I alluded earlier that if you read the book of Genesis, uh, in chapter 3, uh, chapter 2-3, when, when God forms creation, He places men, He says you have to dominate. He says you have yeah. to
0: work the ground. That's yeah. already a place of leadership. That's a place of honor. Let's take that one. Let's take that one yes. for example. We, we find that in circumstances that we find, particularly that prevail in South Africa, men right. are no longer dominating. They are dominated. Men are no longer in control of, of the ground they till. It is the ground they till that has been taken away from them, both figuratively and literally. So by, then uh, I asked the question, for those men whose ground that they used to till has now been taken away, and I again suggest both figuratively and literally, are those no longer good men? By who? Who's taken the ground from them? For example, the Employment Equity Act. Right. What does it say? It says you must give equal opportunities to both men and women, effectively meaning If we have 10 jobs in a company, for example, uh, and we used to have 10 men occupying those jobs, now we need to make sure that women occupy five of those jobs. So, now, five of the men now effectively the lose question. their ground that they've been tilling. Hence, I ask the question in the event that your job is no longer there, and this is the nub of the issue, you're no longer dominating, and the ground that you used to till is no longer available to you to till, does that still make you a good man? 100%, you must understand that
5: God gave us brains as well. If the employment equity has caused you to be change from work because women also have the right to dominate, because you must understand, scripture is not just speaking about men as the male figure, it was speaking about men, the human kind. So I'm, 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 I'm directing it to the male species today because that's who they're talking about. But men in general, as a mankind, which is both men and women, have to dominate. Now, if you're a man that has been retrenched from work because of equity and because the woman also has to assume her position, you have brains enough, you have experience enough to open up your company. You can't sit at home and cry because of, of employment equity as if you don't have a brain to start your own business. You've gained experience. You've gained knowledge. You know how to get the clients. You know how to start the business work. You, you you can't say somebody has pulled the rug under your feet. You can't say somebody has taken your, your power to dominate because you're...
0: Okay. You still there, Pendile? Pindile has gone. All right. Um, I was hoping that Pendile would... That, you can do that can cause you to
5: dominate in your sphere of influence.
0: So what you're saying is those that are saying that the rug has been proverbially pulled from underneath their feet are not good men. That's, is that what you're saying? Those men who are unable to start their businesses are not good men. Those men who still are not employed are not good men. Is that what you're saying? Now, not, no, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm glad that you raised that question because you must understand when
5: ability has been taken from you. It's a completely different situation. Now, I'll, let me explain why I'm saying this. When we look at the word unemployment, how I learned it when I did economics, right? When we look at the word unemployment, it does not mean somebody who doesn't have a job. That's why I question the unemployment rate in South Africa. The word unemployment, how I studied it, is somebody who doesn't have a job, comma, yet is actively looking. Now, there's, there's a huge difference between somebody actively looking or not finding and somebody sitting at home and saying, I deserve free this, I deserve free that. If you're a man that is sitting at home, you've been retrenched, you cannot find a job yet, you want to lazy around and complain and blame the government, I, I, I would... I would I want to doubt the fact that you've been a good man because you're letting your brain go to waste. You're letting the opportunities go to waste, and the ability that God has given you. Now, yeah. what constitutes you being good? Even though the, the economy is against you, even though uh, the job has been taken from you, it's you. All
0: right, um, let's 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 wrap it up, uh, 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 pindile Thank you very much. I, I hear what you're saying, and it's it's landing where all the. Other guests have been saying that you must at least try. You must at least try. It must not be for a lack of trying. That's where we seem to be at. I want to read some text messages to all my guests. I see our time is running out. I will make time after the news um, to give you an opportunity to give some responses here. I just want to read a few text messages from people who have sent text messages here. One text message reads, good evening, Naya. A good man is a mature human being, one that exudes decency, bothered by social ills like crime, GBV, fatherlessness, etc." One who takes charge and contributes to well-being of his family. This is not to be confined to financial provision only. It seems as though society has confined it, though, sir. Or, or ma'am, I'm not quite sure whether Lizzie is a man or a woman there. Whatever contribution, however little, is valuable and qualifies one as a good man. Oh, that's a romantic statement. <laughs> No, not everybody thinks like that, there, Lizwi. Lizwi, continue to write. The prevailing economic climate has forced us to abandon the old adage that ubuše ndo dzingomozayo, citizens <laughs> ha. Right, Lizzy, Lizzy, right there. uh, Lizzy, Nom Interesting surname. (laughs) Thank you very much, Lizzy. No, no, no. I've never heard your version of Ubushleben Dota. The only version that I know that still exists in our books. Ubushleben Dota, Zinkomo Zayo. Zangendaifa, Ubushleben Dota, Zinzame Zayo. Hi, hi, Lizzy. Hi, hi. You made that one up. You made that one up let me read another text for you uh it reads a uh, question to the rabbi rabbi please write this one when we come back from the news and ask you to respond to this what are the practicalities of loving your neighbor as you love yourself in today's terms that's okay that person didn't tell us his or her name proverbs 13 22 this is another person jojo c proverbs 13 verse 22 a good man leaves an inheritance for his children this speaks so much about a good man. Okay, remember this one. Remember this one. I uh, need both of you. Pastor, perhaps you must respond to this when we come back from the break. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children. Question, those men who have passed and gone on and have not been able to leave an inheritance for their children, in fact, that makes them not good, they are not good men, at least as far as this text is concerned. And then the final one before we go to the news reads the concept of a good man is best illustrated in the animal kingdom. A good man marks the territory, marshal the forces towards a kill to provide food and keep the family growing through the offspring. The actual killing is done by females in a hunt which equates to the actual feeding of the family. Like in Pretoria East. Got it, Lucky. I'm not quite sure if it works quite like that. Women these days don't see it quite like that, and we as men seem to have adopted the woman's view that, no, you go and kill and bring the food and... Uh, when you ask them, what do you bring to the table? The famous phrase, the famous retort now is, I bring me to the table. And yet you're supposed to bring the food, bring the table, bring the chair, bring the plate and the food. And perhaps bring the fire to cook the food, bring the electricity. If, you, if You're a good man if you don't have electricity, all of these things. But again, I understand. I hear what you're saying all together. It's 8 o'clock. To all my guests, we'll give you an opportunity to respond shortly after the news. It's 8 o'clock. Time for the news once again with Zolega Kodashi.
1: Facts of Faith with Naye
3: Lupondwana, 7 to 8 p.m.
0: Welcome back, and thank you very much for sticking around. You're still listening to Facts of Faith with me, Naya Lupondo, and we're together until 9 o'clock. Thank you very much to Zolikar Kordasha. She, she did say she'll be updating the news, and that will be the final bulletin at 9 o'clock. Now let's synchronize our watches. My time says it's 7 minutes, beg your pardon, 6, almost 7 minutes after 8 here on SFM leading the conversation. For those who don't know, my name is Naya Lupondo. this is Facts of faith we do have three of our guests giving us some perspective tonight on the question we're trying to get answers to. We understand we know we'll never be able to give all the answers, but we're giving you the opportunity to think and apply your mind to it, because after all, as a country we seem to be contradicting each other. We do have on the line uh, Pastor Donald Chiwagira, who's an associate pastor at Shapers Church, and also Cayanduando Donduando is an African cultural expert, and also Rabbi Naftali Silver from the Shafardi. Hebrew congregation in Cape Town or Shafardi Hebrew congregation of Cape Town that given us some perspective on the question we're trying to get answers to the question is what constitutes a good man I do understand a lot of people are asking why aren't you asking about women you never even asked about women on Mother's Day no we did not but not to worry we will talk about women next week don't worry doesn't always have to be like that. But not to worry, we, we are planning to have a question about women. And I received a text asking, "What we, what is that nonsense you were saying in this clause? Well, it's an idiomatic expression in this closer that seeks to mean, and I'm using this explanation very loosely, uh, a man is only handsome when he's wealthy. So it refers to... Uh, His good looks. His good looks are his cows. So if you're wealthy, you have cows you can provide, then you're good looking. You're attractive to a woman. But if you're not able to have a cow, if you don't have cows, then you're not attractive. The more cows you have, the more attractive you are. The less cows you have, the less attractive you are. That's the idiomatic expression from the Isiklosa language. Now that's what I was saying. Women today still believe that. Women today still believe uh, in in the attractiveness of a man being incomezake, ubutlebake, based on <laughs> what he has. And it would appear as though even Aretha Franklin supported the notion. If you don't have a J-O-B. yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can sing the song there for me. Let's get down to the issues now, Rabbi. Let's talk about uh, the question that was re- what was put to you. A practical way of loving your neighbor.
1: Rarely. Uh, yes. uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> I, I think I think it's very um, it's very interesting that a lot of people as, as are coming back with the societal norms, what we deem as uh, appropriate based off of society, based off our society that really, obviously, we see um, looks at. Um, Things, uh, monetary, of monetary value as things of worth and things of, uh, and emotional well-being and so on and so forth, as not. But to get, to get to the question, the, it, this is discussed by Maimonides, uh, the discussion of how to love your, uh, fellow like you love yourself. And at the end of the day, I think that we could boil it down to the, um, the diff like the difference between going in the way of god for example which is obviously god Rabbi,
0: we're running out of time and you to be as brief as you can in your okay, response okay as
1: brief as i can that the, as briefly as i could say is that that you if, if your focus is the desire that your friend succeed and is concern for his well being then that is then you are fulfilling that that uh, that that loving your friend as yourself but i would like to say again before you end off that this is actually discussed in kings uh, when Solomon is told by King David that you are you, you are to be, I'm the weight of this earth, and you are to become an ish, you are be- to become a man. And there's three, four different ways of saying of, uh, of deeming someone a man. Not one of them that we discuss within the commentators or within the Hebrew word of ish or geber or the other names that we refer to as a man. It all is in reference to emotional and intellectual capabilities. It has zero to do with financial capabilities. And I think that's very important to understand that while we do look at one of the commandments, it is a mitzvah, it is a positive commandment to support your family. It is a good thing. It is a good character trait. It is not a defining, um, it is not a defining uh, a trait to be able to provide financially for your family to be considered what we would consider to be a man. So, are you um, saying?
0: Are you saying everybody else is wrong because everybody else seems to be supporting that view that you must be a provider first and foremost? Are you saying everybody else is wrong? Be a wrong? provider,
1: you, you know, you're just saying that provider refers to the financial provider. Could be spiritual provider. Could be emotional provider. Yeah, I'm, could I'm be... actually
0: focusing on the financial provisions there. Yes, is the I, I am saying that. Is, are you that saying is everyone incorrect. is wrong there
1: for it? I'm saying, I'm saying, I do not, I do not believe that that is what God has made us, uh, is, is gives us to believe, as it says in, okay. I believe, Deuteronomy, that uh, if you might think that the, uh, the the strength of your hand is what provides for you, but it is I who provide for you. I believe that that is uh, okay. it's quite clear, that God uh, does not require us to be financially providers in
2: order to be a good person.
0: Got it. Thank you very much. All right, let's go to the pastor. Pastor?
2: Hello, Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm looking at that question um, about um, a good Proverbs person 13, leaving an inheritance 13. for their children's children. That, yeah, that's right. So yes. if we look at that scripture in its entirety, just verse twenty-two, it says, "A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children." That's part A. Part B, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. So, good person leaves an inheritance. But the sinner also has wealth. So a sinner's wealth, right, is stored up for the righteous. So there's nothing that ties up provision or financial well-being to being good. Both the good person and the sinner have something. The sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. So just to agree in some sense with the rabbi, provision is just one trait. It's one small part of being a good person. A good person does live an in inheritance for their children's children, but that's not what makes them good. It's just something that they can do. Right, so, it's important to understand that in that scripture as well. So Let I me make this clear, Let me get this clear Pastor.
0: The, the rabbi yeah. is saying he disagrees with people who believe that financial provision is first and foremost. Are you also agreeing with that, that financial provision Abs- should be absolutely. first and foremost? It about ought, a ought man?
2: not to be. It okay. ought not to be, yeah.
0: As far as God is concerned.
2: Yes, as far as God is concerned. There's a lot that comes before that. Financial provision is like a fruit, but we need to talk about the tree. We need to talk about what's producing that ability. Right? So, what so you're we saying focus is everybody on the fruit.
0: Everyone who says no, no. this is wrong to say that it must be first and foremost.
2: Absolutely. That's absolutely okay. wrong. That's a lot of pressure. It drives depression because it, 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 it's not realistic. It's not practical. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah. Got
0: it. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, yes. Does that still apply today? It seems as though some people are applying it more so today, even more than then. Uh, my man, it's, it's no longer
3: working. You remember in the olden days, even the climate was good for grazing and catching. Yes. But now we don't have, and the kids we don't have kids Before people, they don't used to steal the uh, catches and uh, whatever. But now it depends. My grandfather used to say, because I'm from rural areas, Mm. he has got a bank account but he has got a lot of cars of cows he used to say it's by us um, army yeah, you think yeah yeah but now the nature already changed if i if i can take you to my home to see the size of the cattle we had now and mm. I can, we can compare the head that you get we the before it's no longer equal to the same because of the weather
0: okay all right i want to yes, so close off of i want to close off all three of you i'm going to give you one minute each uh, to give us your closing remarks let's begin with you Under one minute one minute begins right now yes but you must try to do something to
3: provide by all means to show that you're a man is what i can say if you're a man you must try because you're the one who bring kids you're the one who own your wife you own your house. You must say something to provide to show that you're a really good man. You take care and you love most of the things. You must uh, you must show love to your family.
0: All right, thank mm-hmm. you very much, Doctor uh, Andre. Uh, Rabbi, one minute. Go ahead. Rabbi, hmm? is the Rabbi still there? Okay, I think the Rabbi is gone. Pastor, you have one minute. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so I believe what a man is, we look at all the fruits, provision, he must show up, he must be present, that's fruit. But truly what a man is, is the stuff that causes the fruit to sprout, which is the heart, right? I believe that we've been given an example. I think it's Francis who called in earlier, quoted Ephesians 5.25, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. We have an example of Christ loving the church, the love of God. So I believe that what makes a man a good man is the ability to love, not these stomach butterflies and so on, but decisive love. I believe
0: that's what makes a mess <laughs> got it got it all right it's a pity that the rabbi is gone but that's how we're going to conclude conclude our conversation donald chiwakira associate pastor at shapers church thank you african cultural expert giving us some perspectives there and your expertise we thank you and also in his absence rabbi nafta silver shafari hebrew congregation of cape town Thank you. Sixty minutes now after 8. You're listening to Facts of Faith.